Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about The Deuce Season 2, Episode 5, it's called All You'll Be Eating Is Cannibals. So full spoilers for the episode as always. Where do we begin? I feel, I feel like more, 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 off, more so than any other episode, this was evenly split <laughs> between a lot of different characters, going through a lot of different plots. So yeah, so just pick one. Spin the wheel. Who are we going with first? Who are we starting with? Whichever one pops into your head first. Fine. Frankie. And Candy. Let's go with that. Okay. So, Candy's trying to find money. She's trying to find, find stars as well. She's considering Laurie. We'll get to that in a bit. But she's trying to find money for the movie. And she tries to tell Vincent. And Vincent's like, nah, nah, you know what? The restaurant and the bar game's enough for me. I don't know. <laughs> enough but then he casually drops that frankie just came into some money because he, he sold a, a dry cleaning place and then he had to explain how he sold a dry cleaning place because yeah i'm not <laughs> surprised given how miserable he was at that place last time yes yes so but uh, just the idea that it's like what you had off a dry cleaning place why did he have a dry cleaning place you have to explain how he got it in the first place because frankie does not want a dry cleaners <laughs> that's just not knowledge yeah just, just just don't go there so so she she she, she catches up with frankie and I thought this was genius. She sells it to him as a gamble, as a bet. And I thought, this is candy. You are you are breaking through the 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 barrier of his his skepticism now, right now. Is it genius, or is it extremely manipulative to play on someone's addiction like that? It can be both. <laughs> It's true. It could be both. It's genius because you know it'll work. The moral implications of it, yes, that is that is something that's up for debate. But it's not like he's trying to recover. It's not like he's been saying he's vocal that he wants to try and get better and you know get out of his addiction. No, no, no. no. He he. But, but, uh, so hang on, hang on. You're telling me your your friend's an alcoholic and you know they're an alcoholic, but they're not actively trying to. So you're just gonna go, oh, go on, have another drink and then you'll do what I say. That's the equivalent <laughs> of what you've said there. Well, is the thing I want I want them to do giving me ten grand? Because if so, then I, I might consider it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not like I'm doing it just because. Oh, I, I want that last. You want a kebab? <laughs> yeah, I I want that last. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Mars okay. bar. You want him to buy you a kebab on the way home? <laughs> Hypothetically. No, nah, I'm not losing my morals for a kebab. Come on now. About kebab and chips. No. No. <laughs> you thought about that one a little bit longer, though. But ten grand, ten grand, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not like Frank is going to go blow it anyway. Like she knows this. She knows that he's going to blow it in like a week. Definitely. If that. He's lost like two and a half grand in the in that one morning. Yeah, exactly. She she knows it's going to go away anyway. So she sells it to him as a as a gamble. This is a big bet. And even if you lose, which you might, I mean, she doesn't actually oversell it. She doesn't say, oh, this will definitely be a, a hit. You'll definitely win with this. But even if we lose, even if it doesn't make a lot of money, it'll be a good story to tell. Like, you, you, you produced a movie. That's the yeah, thing. Because whether or not it's good and makes any money back is irrelevant. You'll still be able to have a movie at the end and have your name on it. Exactly. So, you know, he goes for it. Um... Although I think she might, I mean, this is where the genius part kind of falls away, is I don't think she considers what he might then do, thinking he's a producer and has a say in what the movie is. Because yeah. 
first of all, he goes back home to his, his new wife, who's he's not seen in days, and she's not upset, she's not happy about it. Although he kind of and he's like he's like he goes, you knew this when you met me. I'm free, and she's like, well, I brought you pizza, and then that was the end of it. <laughs> no, no, no. It was wait, what's on the pizza? And it was uh, anchovies and mushrooms, and then oh, okay, we're all good. That'd be an instant divorce in my case. Don't bring, don't bring me a pizza with mushrooms on it, or I'm throwing you out. Quite frankly, mushrooms are extremely amazing, especially on pizzas. No, no, awful, awful, disgusting. Ruins the entire pizza. Um, so, but no, so he offers her. Well, it doesn't offer a part. She's like, "Is it a part for me? You're a producer," and he's like, "Yeah, of course, I'm in charge." And she's like, "Do I have to audition?" You just did. <laughs> and I'll be like, "Oh dear, I can't wait till he has to tell this to Candy." I can't wait. But not only that, and possibly worse, because it's one thing to get her a small part. It's one thing for Candy to just sort of give her into that and go, okay, fine, you know what, you gave me 10 grand, I'll throw her in a... I'll throw you a bone. Yeah, yeah a small part. Uh, it's another thing when he then says, in front of Tommy, uh, Big Mike and Black Frankie, who, who have just robbed the place, we'll get to that plot in a minute, but like, oh, hey, would you like to be a co-producer on a film? Now, Candy has been very clear that she doesn't want this to be mob-funded in any way. And he's standing around mob characters and saying, hey, do you want to co-produce a film with me? Yeah, this is going to go so badly. Yeah, it's going to be Candy. Yeah, I mean, she has that great... Because the, the ending shot is her saying, you know, action on the first take. And it, you knew the baseline was going to kick in as soon as she said action. Because it's always coming. Yeah, it's always coming. But you knew that's when it was going to kick in. But... You know, it's just you know. I feel, I feel, I feel many bumps on the road. I mean, I could see the film being finished. I mean, we'll have the premiere at the end of the season. But still, there's bumps in the road coming, and I don't see Candy being very happy with some of the things that Frankie's done. No, because we're only like halfway through the season here. Yes, yes, many, many a bump is coming. Um, speaking of the casting, though, we have to jump over to Laurie. We'll we'll get to her and Candy scene in a bit, but we have to go back to the start of the. Start of this ep- uh, the episode because we obviously know that she wants to be with the producer, and they concocted this plan to try and like, oh, I'll take some jobs, and you know, he'll still get half pay, but you he won't be allowed on set. And she came to see CC apparently, and CC brings this up to Laurie, and kind of floats this, and I, I, I almost like I knew immediately something was up when he said he was he was interested. Yeah, even before that, it's like he's, he's being very nice. He's like, "Oh, let's go out and get a meal," and not you know, not the usual place. It's somewhere nice. Mm. And I'm like, "What's going on?" Because it feels suspicious. Well, that that was suspicious, but I, I kind of I, I bought that as him almost just reasserting his control. You know, look, okay. I take you nice places. Look, I'm in charge. Look, I, I do nice things. You know, just kind of like keeping that. But it was when he said, "Oh, you know, I'm no, I'm interested if there's money to be made." You know, and I'm like, "Wait a minute." This is not the CC I know. <laughs> this is yeah. not the CC I know. And then he, he specifically meant, brings up the not been allowed to go to set with her. And Laurie kind of, you know, bless her, tries pa- to... Parrots the same line back from last episode. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, yeah. D- d- diff- d- different job, same shtick. And CC's doing this just to, like, call her out on this. And th- then th- then beats her up. She, he punches on the stomach. And it's a very brutal punch on the stomach as well. It, it feels... Massive slap across the face. It feels if it's a very uncomfortable scene. It, it makes this turn. Obviously, you start to get uncomfortable just as it's getting there because you're like, okay, so, we know what CC's like. Something bad's going to happen, and it's getting mm. there. Um, but it's very uncomfortable. And later on, she's got this big black eye. And once again, I think we saw him do this last season as well, where he kind of tries to buy her off. Not not because he's actually guilty per se, 
But just so he doesn't have to hear about it, just so that it's it's, it's done. Cause I remember talking about this last season. But he does the same thing. He buys her chocolates and booze and a puppy, and then he's quickly and, annoyed uh, when she doesn't know how to take care of a puppy. <laughs> he's like, I thought you loved dogs, and she's like, they're, they're all right. <laughs> sure, in the way that everyone kind of likes dogs, but not. <laughs> I've never had a dog. Let's take care of a yeah. dog. Um, so immediately it has this bittersweet um you know vibe to it so as soon as she gets the puppy and i immediately as soon as she pulled the dog out of the box i was like oh god he's going to do something to that puppy when he gets mad at her later for something something bad's going to happen to the puppy oh, she was definitely thinking it already because she goes oh i'll take it back and she's like nope nope i'll keep hold of it and you, you just know it's like he's not going to take it back he's just going to take it out of the back and shoot it hmm yeah so no but she, she goes to see to see candy and candy Basically, wants her to audition for the for the lead role, in, in the the Big Bad Wolf, and she's like, "Wait, you've seen me in a bunch of stuff. Why why do you why do I have to audition?" And she's like, "Well, I care about this movie. I want it to be good," um, yeah. which is almost a little assault <laughs> if you really stop and think about it. But it's like, no, no, everything has to be has to be up to a level of quality. I actually, I really laughed um, when she comes in. She, we don't even see that scene, but she came from. Uh, like getting permits and stuff. She was trying to get permits to shoot in, you know, and not quite the public, but in, in the forest or whatever. And yeah. she gets turned down because of the content of the film. And she's like, you know what? Screw it. Screw it. I'm just going to shoot whatever I want, whatever I want. We'll just do it gorilla style. It's fine. And Harvey's like, yeah, don't care about the budget until it runs out. Yeah, that's a smart plan. <laughs> <laughs> and he's there looking at holiday destinations. Be like, no, no, no. I don't sunburn. I, 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 I sunstroke. <laughs> and I, I relate. Yeah. So no, actually, that's the other thing. She she lets uh, Harvey's wife take a crack at the script because the guy who wrote it made it all about the wolf and not about the the, the subversion where the where Red Riding Hood's kind of the the empowered hero. <laughs> so yeah, she she passes it off to her. Uh, I did get a chuckle out of um. Well, there's not there's nothing to pay you right now, and she's like, "You were going to pay me." <laughs> yeah. I think you've got her on board, it's Candy. Amazing. I think she's on board. But now back to the scene with Laurie, because this was kind of an emotional... This was like Laurie finally breaking down and admitting how she feels about Cece and how she feels about being under control from Cece and that she really does want to break away. And it was obvious she did want to break away, but this scene yeah. really has her just have it flood, you know, break open. Uh, she gets a little bit of offended when Candy kind of says, hey, maybe you should make a change, as if it's that easy. Um, because she's, cause she, she notices Candy lives alone. She's like, you live alone here? Oh, it's nice. You can come and go when you want. You don't have to answer to anyone. Hmm. You know, yeah. and she has this breakdown, big breakdown. Um. So that that was a really good scene. Might be even be the highlight of the scene of the episode in terms of acting. It probably is. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a proper good little outburst. Uh. So. So that's just bubbling over, and I, I think you know there's there's worries about where this could go with CC. I think I'm worried for Laurie, and I'm also worried for for Ashley, because. Don't get me wrong. Ashley makes a strong showing. You know, she's she's with the others. They're trying to talk to the about the pimps leaving this this because they're, they're next to an apartment building that's full of families, and they obviously want the pimps to go and do their shit elsewhere. And CC shows up and she gets distracted, and she storms over there because I thought she was going to leave. I thought she was like getting nervous and she was going to leave. I, I did it at first too, yeah. But she storms over there to CC, and basically tells him, "Now being with you all all that time made me strong. Like I'm not scared of you." And I mean, obviously, she's she's kind of a little scared in the sense that she's she's having to fight to get these words out there. But she has, you know, she's saying everything. She's 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 going for it. Yeah. Uh, and Cece t- tries to talk her down, insults her, uh, says she'll always be what she was. She's just a little runaway. Uh, you you've got a big mouth in front of a group, but 
you know. Uh, and then she admits that, hey, you're right, I don't want to just move you, I want to kill you. I want, I want you buried. I want you dead. Um, Pretty much. So, um, But yeah, no, I, I feel CC is being pushed even more over the edge, and it's just a case of who he lashes out at first. Yeah, he's been pushed on multiple fronts as well. So yeah. he, I, I expect a bit of a... Uh, I'll be kind and call it an outburst, but I'm expecting something uh, from CC over the course of this yeah. season. Um, Could I mean, be uh, pretty devastating as well. He's a pretty big character, so obviously I expect him to be a main character in season three, but it also wouldn't shock me if like he actually... Like by the end of the season, because of what he does, he has to go away, or he he dies because of what he does, or or something. Like it wouldn't shock me if that was yeah. at the big end of season two, like dramatic. No, point. I agree. That would make sense. Um, yeah, it, it would work as well. But I mean, it, it's 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 kind of too early to call. Yeah, exactly where it's going because, especially at the pace this show moves, it's like okay, things are still left to develop. Absolutely, it's very methodical. Um, and that that's always been to the show's uh, benefit. The, the, the way it, yeah, that that wasn't a criticism yeah. at all. So no, so CC is on on the brink, and I am concerned for whoever he's around with when he finally snaps. When he finally, and obviously he's snapping because he's got this ego, and it, because he feels that power's been taken away from him. He's kind of a dangerous animal uh, in many ways. Pretty much. Um, Larry, on the other hand. As uh, as as go to the theater a bit more often. He's he's watching movies. Uh, Harvey Cattell was on there on the screen. Yeah. I didn't quite recognize the film. I want to guess Mean Streets, but I mean, I'm, that's just a, a stab. At, I've seen that movie, but it's been a long time, so it's just a stab in the dark. It's the right era. Harvey Cattell was in it. It was set in New York. I'm I'm put the pieces together. It's a reasonable guess. It's a reasonable guess, but I could be wrong. Um, but you know, he's walking home and he's got this smell on his face and he's pr- he's doing the lines for the movie. He's saying the lines and he's really into it. He's practicing the acting. He cares about the acting. He he's into this. You know the the touch I really liked is when he ad libbed a little bit. He added on something to the end of the line. Mm. He's like, no, 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 that's not what he said. I've got to get the line right. Yeah, yeah. He added Jack. He added the word Jack at the end. Yeah. Uh, he's no, I didn't say Jack. Uh, he says that again because he yeah. does that last line like five times. Uh, just walking yeah. through the street like a madman, like people walking past him. Like, who's he talking he just to? Just stops at that one point and, yeah. and just keeps going. Yeah. But <laughs> it's odd, oddly heartwarming to see Larry really become passionate about something that isn't pimping. I don't know why. Well, no, that's it. Uh, he, uh, as uh, as we learn, he's kind of forgetting about being a pimp. Yeah, the other girls that he, that he has are, are kind of pissed at him because he's not really protecting them like he's supposed to. He's not showing them any attention. And Darlene's kind of like, well, that's between you and him. Like, that's not really to do with me she's like i'm good i'm acting you know we, we, we're basically a little couple right now she tries to get out of uh out of tricking still um and she's not very pleased that the guy she goes with the regular uh, wants to watch one of her movies at the same time uh as, as being with her she's, she's not for that um no but it's, it's, it's i think what's interesting comparing darlene to some of the other, other characters specifically laurie is how she she's do, doing a very kind of soft transition because it was almost like last season she tried to do the hard transition you know abby was helping her with the books run away go to school yeah and she's doing this gradual night school thing she, she's even making friends there's a guy who clearly wants to date her and she yeah. kind of shoots him down and says no i've got a guy so nothing like that and she may actually want to deep down but she, she's playing it very smart she's playing it very gradual in a way where she's yeah but I would say right now, it, her her relationship with with uh, Larry, with the way Larry's evolving as well, feels almost healthy. 
Not quite. Almost. almost. Yes, almost. Because he does say, no, you're still tricking. I need the money. <laughs> he does still say that in this episode. Yeah, but the, he definitely treats her with a lot more respect than the other pimps do. And, and even if he did change, it wouldn't change the fact that there's a history here where oh, of you can't just forgive all that. But yeah, there, there is this evolution to their characters and their relationship that is kind of, it's very murky. It's very shades of grey and it's hard to kind of like morally I, I, come down somewhere on it. It is. I think that's the key thing is that Larry is actually changing. Like, undeniably, he is evolving. Whereas all the other pimps are determined to just be stuck in their ways and, and be, you know, get back to how things were. Whereas Larry's not trying to do that at all. He's kind of moving on. Yeah, he, he's trying to do something different. It's the sort of thing where at some point, like, you could almost see a scene later where he he actually just accepts that Darlene's going to go off and do her own thing. He doesn't even try and stop her because now he's an actor. Yeah, I would I would not be surprised if we got to a point where he's just not a pimp anymore. Yeah. I could see that. I, I could see him getting like shit from the other pimps when they see him for, for yeah. giving up the game as it were, but um I, Yeah, I, but then he'll be, then he'll then he'll just shove wads of cash in the face being look, I'm I'm earning more, screw you. Yeah. It's uh no, it's a fascinating I think Larry's turned into one of the most interesting characters. Larry and Darlene, uh Yeah, I would never have called that last season. No, I wouldn't have. I think it's CeCe's the dangerous one, so he's like, okay, all the exciting plot's going to come from him. And it is still exciting. He's still, it's very tense whenever he's getting mad. There's a lot of suspense to what he's going to do. There's good drama there. And he, he's the stubborn one who's like stuck in his ways and um, like bad things will come because of his toxic attitude. But Larry has turned out to be more interesting because he's evolving, because he's the character where change is actually occurring through. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's, yeah. that's kind of interesting. Um, so, so we had, we had that, um, we also, we had, uh, we mentioned the, the robbery with Mike and Frankie. I did love when he said, oh, I'm going to take Frankie in this job. And Tommy's like, Frankie? It's like, Black Frankie. He's like, oh, okay, uh-huh. that's fine. That's yeah, fine. Like, oh, that's all right then. I don't trust Frankie. Um, Definitely yeah. trust Black Frankie though. He's oh, yeah. Oh yeah, Black, Black Frankie's very reliable. Uh, so, so Big Mike gets this, uh, tidbit, uh, this tip. Uh, it, it turns out his uh, sexual orientation is not as uh, well straight as we as we maybe thought it was before. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he he gets this tip about this like uh, private poker game gambling yeah. sort of house kind of thing. High stakes, no weapons. Yeah, uh, where where this person works, and he gets Black Frankie, and he actually makes this okay with Rudy. He, he goes to Rudy and says, "Hey." Do you own this? Does any of your like opposition own this? Like, am I stepping on toes by trying to rob this place? And Rudy respects this, and he's like, "Oh no, no, you're not stepping me. Go, you know, go, go for it." He's like, you-? I, "I, you know, he's like, oh, he goes, oh, does anyone you know own it?" And he's like, "No, no, you, you said it was there. I'm not entirely sure that's true." Oh uh, yeah, maybe, maybe he's okay. Maybe it's opposition, so he's okay with uh, Big Mike going for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I. But now he's like, "Oh, do you anything for me?" And he's like, "Oh, I could just set wheels and a driver." He's like, "Well, I'll need a cut there." And he's like, "Yeah, of course." <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, no question. Yeah, there's just there's just there's this odd mutual like mob boss respect. That sometimes I see in this show that's it's it's oddly endearing, I guess, and <laughs> and the in the weirdest possible it, way. It, it doesn't feel like Rudy's being, you know, being a dick about it. He's like, "Look, uh, I'm I'm happy to to help you out." Yeah, and if he hadn't asked for a favor, like you know, if for something out of him, mm-hmm. he wasn't going to ask for a cut. I don't think. Yeah, he was just because because all he was doing was okay. Because at first he's like, "Why are you coming to me with this?" Yeah, I don't care. Do what you want. But it's like, oh no, you you borrowing my men? I you, I get some money and it seems fair. Yeah, um, and of course there was the joke about uh, two hands on the table and the guy put, he puts up his other arm and it's a, he's got a hook. 
still yes. at the hand. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a bit of a juvenile joke, but honestly, it made me chuckle, so <laughs> go for it. Me too. And then uh, Rudy's man was very unreliable. Yeah, I had to send him home. He almost got them killed when he was driving. Trunk driving, yes. yes. Uh, but they'll spill out the mind. Vincent wants no part of it. Frank is like, hey, next time, dial me in. And Tommy's sitting right there. He's like, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> if we were involved, like, we want no part of this. <laughs> Not a goddamn chance. Yes. Uh, but now they got about 40 grand. They're splitting that up. And that's when Frankie's like, hey, do you want to be a co-producer in a movie? Oh, <laughs> uh, poor Darlene. I oh, don't Darlene, so Candy. Poor Candy. Um, but hey, so... so that, that, was, that was all cool. Again, a lot of subplots in this one. Uh, a lot more stuff with Paul. Uh, Paul Paul in the new nightclub. The, or the new lounge. The piano lounge. I, I suppose yeah, it's more not accurate. nightclub, because that that was not the right word to use. He was very adamant about that, yes. Because, uh, again, they try to get permits as a, as a committee meeting. And there's... It's funny, because at first it's, there's like sort of the, the, the homophobic side of it, where some of them are like, oh no, there's going to be all these gay guys going around topless and blah, blah, blah. But then someone on the board's like, no, I'm a gay man, and look, that's not a problem here. We're not going to discuss that. Uh, the discussion is here is, is is noise. The discussion here is opening hours, you know, that kind of thing. Not normal. Capacity, yeah. yeah. There's there's definitely, you know, some in the crowd who are homophobic and are thinking of it that way. Absolutely, yeah. Like the woman who raised the question. But uh, the board feels more impartial. Yeah. Uh, well, the one woman gets very defensive when it, she thinks he was implying that she was thinking that way. Um, yeah. And she, she may have been. She, she may be like just saving face yeah, here. Yeah, but one out of five. Yeah. Um, but he's trying to get permission. But his boyfriend's getting really pissed at him because he keeps going for the more extravagant things. He keeps ordering he's these... pretty overboard. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous things. And his boyfriend's trying to keep them afloat by not overspending. <laughs> and he keeps trying to do all these other things. And we see him... I actually thought, because later on, because they had this big fight about this overspending, and he ends. he's almost going to go back in after he's been away doing something. And he tells the cab guy, to, you know, keep, keep driving, go somewhere else. And I thought he was going to go to his actor friend, because I thought the scene with the actor friend in this where they go to see his play, uh, I, I thought there was some flirtations there. That were maybe I did too. Hintful, yeah. Where it almost felt like the boyfriend felt like a third wheel, and I was like, "Oh, maybe this is this is hinting to something where we're going with this." Instead, he just goes to like a more of a sort of seedy uh, sex den and just kind of has some meaningless sex. Yeah. But um, the the point, of course, stands is that he's feeling stressed by his relationship and everything he's doing, so he's going elsewhere, which is not really good when you're about to open a place together and you've got money invested in that place from friends, and there may be mob hits happening. That may happen to us. Yeah, yeah, not ideal. Yeah, a messy breakup in the middle of all that does not feel like the the the, the logical next step to, to add to the mix. Bit of a bit of a rough no, concoction. Uh, so so that that was all going on, uh, and it's pretty interesting. Um, I think though, where I got a few laughs from, but also had a lot of big story implications was Bobby and the, the police raids, where we find yeah. out they cancelled the previous raids we heard about last episode, and Bobby complains about this. Uh, to Karate Kid, he's like, "Hey, we you know we give you this money, we cleared out because you told us to, and then nothing happened. We just lost like two days of pay because we weren't open. Like, what the yeah. hell?" Uh, and he's like, "Sorry, I told you what I knew." Yeah, and we find out that the the, the police chief cancelled the raids because they they suspected that people had been tipped off. And I said, like, "No, we'll do another set, but this time we only announce them an hour before we do them. There'll be no time for anyone to be warned." Um, but he makes Dalston like, "You're going to run this. You're going to head this up." But hey, Goldman wasn't very happy that we cancelled those raids. Go and go and play nice with them, and make them work with us, right? So he goes to him, tells him about the raids. It's, it's kind of a mutual understanding where they get, you know, Goldman wants to get some press involved. Let's, let's make this more public. 
and he's like, okay, fine. If if, if that's okay, then fine. But you only call them an hour before, and no, no, not a second sooner. Which is fair because that's pretty much when they're telling the rest of the the cops, the, the yeah. cops anyway. Um, and he's like, sure, agreed. But of course, what this leads to is yes, they actually do go in and raid the parlor, uh, multiple parlors. But we actually, Bobby gets arrested, and he gets carted out, doesn't he? TV cameras are there, and he's ducking his head, trying not to be seen. And his wife sees it on TV, and is not very pleased. We get a wonderful dinner sequence of him. Um, they're, they're kind of just playing neutral in front of the kids, and then they send all the kids upstairs. <laughs> And the second they're gone. Yeah, second second they're gone, his wife just immediately is like, what the hell, Bobby? What the hell? And it's he's like, like, you knew I was there. Yeah, as, as long as I wasn't touching the girls and I, I was I was, I was, was safe, you, you were you were okay with it, yeah, but you, you, got, you got arrested. Well, no, I am safe. That's why I'm sitting here. They posted bail, like, immediately. <laughs> he's got a point. I mean, I'm not saying it, it, it'll end well. <laughs> I'm saying his argument held up well enough for the moment. In terms of what she seemingly... We've not seen this conversation, admittedly, but from the sounds of this, it seems like she agreed to these terms, and it sounds like for these terms, he's upheld that end of it. Well, some well, of it. Not the not the touching the girls not, part. Not the touching the girls. The, the, the safe part. We know he's been touching many a girl, so I mean, that part... You know, so he's in the wrong, absolutely, but... Yeah, but it, he never he never actually brought that up in response to it. Like, he's like, you know, those were the rules, and then he kind of brushes over that part. It like, doesn't acknowledge any of it. Yeah. It doesn't so, say, and I've not been doing that. But she's like, nah, you're on TV. Like, how, how, you know, t- teachers watch that. Parents, my friends, people watch this. How, how are they going to look at me in public? How could, could I look at anyone in public? Um, and he gets a bit angry and, you know, throws a line back at her. But yeah, it's, it's like, hey, you bought all this shit with my money. Yeah, yeah. And then realizes he maybe crossed the line and insulted her a little bit and tries to work yeah. his way out of it. Um but he's very stressed, and that's bubbling over because it's, it then leads to to the hi hat where Abby wants to ban him because he's such a public figure in terms of 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 the the parlors and and the girls because she's doing her own thing as well. She she's 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 been hijacking the uh, the three six six for for the clinic and having the girls come in and getting three free meds and so on and so forth. And um, she she's making this big effort. It's going really well. She's going and talking to the pimps, trying to get them moved, and she wants him gone. And basically brings up, like, what's your involvement in all this stuff because of the envelopes? And he's like, hey, those envelopes I get from the parlour are the same that you give to me as well. They all go to the same place. Um, and she's like, well, you mean this is backed by the mob? He's like, I never implied like, that. I never said that. He's like, yeah, I never said that. I never even implied that. You just leapt to that. Yes. So, uh, and of course it is, but he's, he's, he's playing oh, yeah, coy. Obviously. He's playing coy. Like deep as hell. And... She wants to ban him, and he says, "Look, you run this place. You can ban whoever you want, pretty much. But I own this place, and he's family. You don't ban family." And she, she, she walks out, and then Bobby sees this and is pissed. He's like, "Oh, it was an ultimatum. It was me or her." Uh, uh and then Vincent asks nicely, "Hey, can you stay away for a few days just till this cool's over, and I can maybe smooth some things yeah. out?" And he gets so I, I offended. Like Bobby, he's like, "She serves. She has all the pimps in here. No problem." And then, but you know, but I'm the I'm I'm the one that she wants banning, you know. And and as far as he's concerned, like it, it, the way he sees it is, he's better than the pimps. You know, he's like, no, I'm being safe. I treat them well, and that's yeah. true. That, that's that's how he sees it, and um, and I suppose he does treat them well. Although it, it's a little bit murky because he's also kind of out for himself. We see that he's getting to himself into a lot of relationships. There's definitely uh, yeah yeah. But there's a lot of corruption compared here. To how, compared to how the pimps are treating the girls. 
Abby's thing here is I think she's in the right in that she doesn't want to be associated with the parlours. Um, and she didn't realise that she was as connected to them just by being at the bar as she was. And the pimps come in, just let the girls come in and get drinks. And that's kind of been, been always been a thing. Do you know how I'd, uh, I'd look at this, actually? I'd look at this as saying, it's not so much that she is being hypocritical in the sense that she's okay with the pimps being there. I don't think she is okay with the pimps being there. I think this is a case of, she thinks she has enough power to get rid of Bobby. I don't think she thinks she's got enough power to get rid of the pimps. So she's 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 picking her fight here because she thinks she can achieve it. Uh, whereas the pimps are arguably more dangerous. They're arguably, you know, maybe she doesn't feel that she has the force to get rid of them. That kind of thing. Uh, this is almost like the the sub boss that she feels that she's she's strong enough to fight, if if you will. Bobby the sub boss. Bobby the sub boss. Yes, I think that's how 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 I'm thinking of it now, actually. Because um, as much as he's, he's kind of right that she does have all the pimps in there, I don't think she likes that the pimps are in there. I I think she hates it. Um, and she just that's fair, but she's always you know tolerated well enough. And like I say, I, I don't think she's happy about it. I'm not saying that. Oh, she's definitely but, not. She hates but... it. It's also a bit more personal, I think, uh, based on based on what just happened with the girl dying, based on the fact that she she knows Bobby a bit better because it's because it's Vincent's brother-in-law. Uh, bit more of a, a closer relationship, I I think. Uh, arguably, there's a little bit of more fuel, a bit more heat on the on the on the on the on the hate, I guess. So fair enough. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that's bubbling over. Um, we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. Uh, where else? Where else did we have? We had, we had a few different little things. Uh, obviously, yeah, we had Shay, Shay and Irene. Uh, Irene gets her at a rehab, and she's going to go back to Ronnie. And Irene's like, "Hey, now come live with me." You're going to be, you know, on on stuff again in ten minutes, you know, because of what he's going to put you through, and she basically goes and hides at Irene's place because because you know, Rodney comes around the the place later on the the workplace asking asking about her, and Irene just kind of plays dumb, um, but Irene makes a move. Irene is attracted to her, um, and there's kind of a weird conversation about about this. It's like, oh wait, are you even into girls? You're being one. It's like, oh, you're technically for work. I guess I'm into it. Yeah, <laughs> like sure. Yeah, this is this is another one where kind of what I was saying with. Uh... Candy and 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 Frankie, mm. I feel like the same the same thing for here from Irene. It's like may, maybe not the most appropriate time. Absolutely, Feels a bit yeah. like okay, at our most vulnerable, let's go now. Yeah, because like right, when right. you're going, hey, you can stay at mine. But it, it almost feels like this is the condition. It, it's it's not what she's actually saying at all. But I can see why she might maybe pick up on that given how she is you know with Bobby. yeah i i don't i don't think irene has nefarious intentions when she off makes that offer i think she cares about shay makes the offer out of that care but i would agree that again i don't think she's doing anything malicious or, or not intentionally but i think yes the, mm. the, the choosing the, the time she chooses to make a move and tries to proposition her like this feels a little bit like no she's she's right now you're her savior you're also her place to, to live to stay away from our abusive pimp, you're you're you know, like right now she has very little choice but to just kind of go along with whatever. Um, now, admittedly, Irene kind of says, "Okay, I, I mean, I think she should have went one step further and said, hey, look, like this is not a condition. You could stay here. This is not like you know.' She could have made it clear that, hey, this is not anything. Yeah. This is not related in any way to you getting a place to stay here or me looking after you. That is happening no matter what. But, but yeah, it's a bad time. That that that's it. Like is it? I I think. Irene means you know everything she's doing like, like you know completely legitimately. Yeah, but I think Shay might be interpreting it 
in the wrong way just because of how she what, what she expects what she goes through with the pimps yeah because cause to her this is kind of like the life she knows is being manipulated and being controlled and right and and whatever um so you know well we'll see we'll see so i mean I, she, she has another story i could see ending very badly depending on on how it goes i can see irene being kind of heartbroken here because you know, mm-hmm. if Shay's kind of like, you know, okay, it's the same kind of deal as as with with Rodney. It's like, yeah, okay, I gotta have sex to stay here. So maybe she's not really into Irene in the same way that Irene is, and mm-hmm. she and she never will be. But she'll just kind of go along with it, and Irene will probably n- maybe not realize until it's too late. Yeah, she'll realize that eventually, and it'll crush her, uh, or yeah. or she'll go back to to Rodney, and that'll crush her. There's lots yeah. of avenues to be crushed here. There is, yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, uh, I really need to sneeze. I'm gonna... Right, have we missed any characters? At the end of every episode, we do this. We we run down the list. You got to do the checklist. <laughs> got to do the checklist. Then Vincent, Frankie, so come... Caddy, Darlene, yeah. Larry, Cece, Laurie, <laughs> Darby, Darby, Ashley, yes, Darby. Goldman, Alston, yeah. everyone. Think that might be everyone. I think we did it. I think we did it. I think that's everyone. Um, yeah, this episode. Uh, this episode was solid. It, it it advanced a lot of plots. I think Larry's stuff in particular was a really good uh, sort of advancement in his his side of things. Yeah, it's kind of delightful to watch. Uh, good tension from the CC stuff. Um, a lot of character development, uh, and it moved everything kind of forward. It's one of these episodes where I don't think it'll feel like a standout later on, when you think of the biggest moments of the of the season, but. Yeah, I think the only moments that'll really be like, oh, that'll stick around is is probably the CC stuff at the start mm. and Laurie's uh, speech to Candy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, no. no but there's a lot to complain about. Uh, the show, as per usual, is uh, on top form. Um, yeah. with, with it's pretty great. Great moments of acting. I, I think, uh, you know, Ashley sticking up to CC was a good moment of acting. Laurie, of course, we mentioned uh is is exceptionally good so it, it feels like yeah, there was there's almost a, a, re- a little compliment to the acting in that of like you know look how good we are like we know we've got good actors because um candy started smirking so oh yeah that was that was almost like exactly the thing i needed for the part <laughs> she's like oh I, I, that wasn't acting she's like i know no no one that we know is that good except all of us on the show <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what it felt like. Yeah. like it, it almost felt like, yeah, like we're all this good. And yeah. I mean, hey, when you're that good, you get to say those things. That that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so no, that is that is the Deuce episode five of season two. We'll be back next week with episode six. Worth mentioning though, I'll be reviewing episode six solo because Car's on vacation, but he'll be back for episode seven the week after. So. Uh, yes look forward to look forward to both both those episodes uh but that is us so let us know what you thought this one in the comments like and to subscribe and all that stuff get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates if you want to support the channel head over to patreon.com slash tv and you can support us over there for as little as a dollar per month uh but that is us so thank you once again keep watching tv guys have you got any vanilla